You're listening to Parents You've Got This, the expert guide to parenthood. The complete guide to pregnancy, birth, baby and parenthood. This podcast is brought to you by Parents You've Got This and proudly supported by Mastella. Mastella is a natural origin skincare for babies and children, recommended by healthcare professionals. Mastella by Parents Side since 1950. For some of us, breastfeeding comes really easy and naturally, but for others, you know, there can be some challenges along the way. Today, we are welcoming back our lactation consultant, Rowena Gray, to talk to us all about common breastfeeding challenges and what to do about them. Rowena Gray is an internationally board certified lactation consultant. She is also a midwife, an author, and mum of three beautiful girls. We are so, so lucky to have her here with us today. Thank you, Rowena, for being here and for sharing your wisdom and expertise with us. Thanks for having me back. So Rowena, you know, when we talk about breastfeeding, it can come with a raft of challenges and we thought today we'd just talk about the common ones. We thought we'd start out with crack nipples. What do we do if we have crack nipples? So I just wanted to, from the outset, say breastfeeding can be a really lovely experience, but it, it can be really hard to get going as well. Um, it can be uncomfortable, it can be painful. It's such a new experience for the first time mum to have a baby on your nipple almost 24-7. So, so many new and weird sensations to, to get used to. Um, so when we're looking at any problem with breastfeeding, um, crack nipples is one of the most common ones and with the crack, the damage, comes a lot of pain. So pain is one of the most common reasons why mums stop breastfeeding fairly early on. Um, so it's really important that we help support mums to get a get baby to latch really well. And when we're looking at baby latching or not, we're looking at both baby factors and mummy factors. So there's always a reason why mums are having a challenge with breastfeeding because breastfeeding is quite a natural process. It's instinctive for babies, but it is a learned thing for mums. Um, and we get bombarded with so much information and it's really hard to know what's helpful information or not perhaps information that's not quite right for that mum. So we want to, when we're looking at crack nipples, we want, or any breastfeeding challenge, we want to look first at the baby. Why isn't that baby latching properly? Because as I said, it's instinctive for babies. So babies don't choose to latch poorly. It's um, There might be a mechanical or functional issue that, that is making it difficult for baby to latch. And when I'm talking about um, looking at the way that baby was resting in the womb for the last few weeks, especially was the baby kind of kinked and shoved up in one corner or was their head in a very funky position in terms of of the birth process. Um, Birth is full on for us mums and we don't really often stop and think how full on it is for the baby. So lots of head compression, lots of twisting and turning naturally to get through the different um, kinks and and funky manoeuvres they have to do to get through the pelvis or if that baby's needed help to be born with um, forceps or a vacuum, um, there's lots of pulling and lots of twisting um, or even in a caesarean section, the same sort of thing can be happening with that baby's head and neck and jaw and shoulders. So if they've been born and they're coming out kind of lopsided on their head or the baby can't tell us that they're sore or tight on one side or can't move their head in a particular way. And if you can't move your head freely and you can't open your mouth and move your jaw freely, it makes it really difficult to latch onto the breast properly from the get-go. So that's kind of the baby side of things. Um, 
And when it comes to mums, as I said, they get told so many different things. There seems to be a thousand and one ways to hold your baby. And that's kind of true. There's no one right way to do it. Um, but certain positions can make it more difficult for baby to open their mouth and lift their chin and get on the breast. Um, so when it comes to cracked nipples and any issue, I'm all about finding what is the reason as to why this is happening rather than just fixing what the issue is that you can see. Because if you don't fix the underlying um, reason, or concern, then you're just going to keep running into Having the same issues. kind of struggles. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to um, cracked nipples, we're looking at fixing the latch and the position from the get-go. Um, sometimes the nipples do get a little bit or very tender, um, huge hormonal responses on the nipple when you first start breastfeeding. Um, if there is a little bit of damage, uh, the smallest amount of damage, even some damage that you can't see for it is excruciatingly painful. Mm. Most mums will tell you they'll take labour pain over nipple pain any <laughs> time of day. Um, so it's not an insignificant thing to have to try and, and, and deal with. But mm. correcting the latch, um, good old-fashioned breast milk on the nipple, some nipple balm can be really soothing and helping but if mm. we fix that latch then the baby's not damaging the nipple time and time again and the nipple will heal very very quickly usually within 24 hours that's brilliant yeah we love the mistella nipple balm it was a lifesaver for us um what about engorgement rowena can we talk a little bit about that i mean some degree of engorgement is expected mm. isn't it when your milk comes in and it's the most bizarre feeling but how what how do we know when it becomes a problem and what can we do about it so engorgement is, is a natural thing as well. So your milk comes in and you have more milk than your baby needs. So the breast fullness, the lumpiness, the discomfort, some mums feel shooting pains through their breast. This is what engorgement is. And it's the beginnings of the milk coming in. And over a course of time, over the next three or four weeks, the breast will start to soften once the breasts are a bit more regulated to the baby's actual need. Um, this is a time where a lot of mums will hop on the pump and start pumping all their milk out to feel more comfortable and that is actually exacerbating the, the matter even further. So when the breast is really full and engorged we want to obviously feel comfortable. So if your baby's fed and often babies will feed one breast per feed at this stage and so you've got another breast that's really full of milk, what do you do about it? You can express um, either by hand or with a pump or the silicon hand pumps these days are fantastic for engorgement, but you're just taking the edge off the pain to make you feel more comfortable for now. Because we don't know if your baby's gonna feed again in an hour or yeah. four and a half or five or two hours. Um, so we don't want to pump all that milk out of the breast because it will just stimulate that milk production again and again and again. So it's all about comfort when it comes to pumping. But you can, it's normal to feel full and uncomfortable. And I say to mums, if it's bearable and you think you can last another hour, just hang on and see what happens. Mm -hmm. But if the baby's still sound asleep and you're feeling really uncomfortable, you can just take the edge off and leave it at that. And you mentioned at the start of this podcast, you know, that latch is quite often a common problem that we have. How do you know if you've got a good latch or you don't have a good latch with mm, your baby? Mm. So latching, um, the baby knows what to do and sucking is a reflex. So when babies have a full mouth full of breast, they just start sucking and they barely stop. Um, but comfort is a huge factor in knowing the baby's latched well. Um, and comfort, in the first few days or first few weeks of breastfeeding, that initial latch can 
really, really hurt. Um, mums can kind of scream out loud or curl their toes and hold their breath off and mm. I tell mums to breathe after yeah. they've latched their baby. Um, so that initial latch pain is, is normal but only in the first few weeks and only for the first 10 seconds or so. So once it's comfortable after that first 10 seconds and the baby is sucking and then the baby starts swallowing so we know they're actually taking the milk from the breast. So that's how you know the baby is latched well. If you're curling your toes and shoulders up in your ears and holding your breath that is not a good latch there's no heroics in breastfeeding through pain pain yeah. means damage to your nipples mm. um, so it's really important that it, you um, help the baby latch better take the baby off and try again it can take a few goes sometimes milk supply is one of those fascinating things Rowena how do we know that you know we've got enough and can you talk to us about low milk supply yeah that's a very common um, situation mums find themselves in um, and low milk supply usually comes about from a, a situation so maybe they've been feeding the baby um, at timed intervals they're watching the clock rather than feeding to their baby's hunger cues um, some mums do naturally produce less milk than other mums and what they perceive as a low supply might be just that their breasts hold a smaller volume than a, a friend of theirs. So their baby might need three or four or five breasts to one feed instead of one or two. Because we tend to have in our minds, don't we, that um, breastfeeding is one breast and then the other and that's yeah. it. But some babies might only need half a breast. Some babies might need seven and a half breasts. Both can be perfectly normal depending on how much milk that mum is, is holding in her breast at any one time. Um, but another common reason why mums have low supply is if they start introducing um, top-ups early on or someone has said to them, your baby's not gaining enough weight or the baby has lost too much weight and so, you know, the mum's confidence is completely shattered. We start introducing other interventions like bottle top-ups and get her pumping um, and that kind of sets off this cascading effect of not being able to keep up with the baby. The baby's also been, mum's also been told to wake the baby every three hours and feed them. All of this kind of stuff is interrupting the, the natural process. Um, so that, that kind of situation, we get the baby back onto demand feeding and help mum get her confidence in knowing, is the baby swallowing? Is mm -hmm. the baby latching well? We might add some pumping to increase her milk supply. Um, some mums, for whatever, just don't make enough milk. Um, some mums don't produce enough functional milk-making tissue during their pregnancy, so they might never produce enough milk for their babies. And those, those situations are really hard to counsel the mum through because she wants to feed her baby. Yeah. Um, but breastfeeding is not all or nothing, so there are so many ways that mum might feed at the breast with a supply line or she might supplement with another mum's breast milk. Um, she might choose to use formula but really at the end of the day it's about making that mum feel secure and settled in the decisions she's making as she can make an informed decision about what she's doing. Um, there's medications that you can take to boost your milk supply. There are foods and herbs that may increase milk supply. Um, we've got no scientific evidence about foods and herbs but we do have thousands of years of anecdotal evidence um, and we find that they work really really well for some mums and do absolutely nothing for others but it's a very gentle and easy accessible way to try and boost your milk supply. Um, but if mums are struggling with low milk supply, highly recommend working with a lactation consultant to get a, a, an individualised plan in place so that she can build up her milk supply. 
What about oversupply? What do mums do if you've got too much milk? Yeah, some mums go the other direction and make way too much milk for their babies. <clears throat> Sometimes this can be brought on inadvertently. We're worried about low milk supply, so mums will be pumping, 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 and actually cause the opposite and have way too much milk. That's both a problem for mum and baby. If you imagine um, having really full, fast-flowing bre um, breasts, the baby comes to the breast and it's like giving them a fire hose when they yeah. come to feed. So that's uncomfortable. <clears throat> um, the baby's a bit coughing and choking. It can make them vomit because it's going down their, their throat so, so quickly. Um, so that can, that can cause babies to be quite fussy at the breast. But if you've got way more milk than your baby needs, that baby might only need one breast or not even one full breast per feed. And then you've got another breast that's really full and uncomfortable. So oversupply, you're at risk of blocked ducts and mastitis, um, very, very uncomfortable breastfeeding experience. So another reason why we just want to follow baby's lead, not be pumping if we don't need to and just let the breasts do what they naturally do. But in terms of managing um, oversupply, it's again letting the baby feed when they're ready and then expressing just a comfort. And that might be different from one feed to the next, it will be different from one mum to the other. So it's not necessarily a certain volume of milk that you're pumping off to feel comfortable. It might be a really small amount to feel manageable for you or it might be a massive amount that you need to. So again, a, a pretty full-on situation for a mum to have to deal with. Um, and again, a lactation consultant is really <laughs> handy in this situation. Yeah, and you touched on their block ducts and mastitis, Rowena. Can you talk to us a little bit about both of these? Um, yep. You know, the difference between the two and the causes and treatments. Yeah, so black block ducts and mastitis, very, very common. But I want to stress that this is not normal. You shouldn't be experiencing block ducts and mastitis in your breastfeeding journey. Um, and block ducts, essentially, is what it says. Things get blocked up. Um, and so the, the perhaps... The mum who's got an oversupply, she her baby's had a feed and that, that breast is still quite full after a feed and over a period of time it becomes over full, the milk ducts become over distended and just the, the swelling, the fullness in the breast essentially blocks the milk from flowing easily. Right. Um, some mums might see this as a white spot on the outside of their nipple, um, a milk bleb or a white spot. It's like um, a plug of toothpaste on the end of the, um, the opening in the nipple and the milk just cannot flow. So mums will be in excruciating pain with a true block duct because the milk cannot flow. It's like trying to flow against a brick wall and that's extremely painful. If we don't treat that block duct and get that milk flowing, a mum can end up with mastitis. Um, what's really important to know about mastitis is mastitis is an inflammation of the breast. It is not an infection. Um, so we need to treat it as inflammation. Um, Many years ago, we would tell mums to rush off to their GP and get antibiotics and treat the infection. But in terms of something like block ducts or oversupply, <clears throat> or the milk just not um, draining from the breast well, whether that's the baby's not latching well and not draining the breast, um, the inflammation in the breast makes everything feel full really hot, really uncomfortable, extremely painful. And we want to treat that inflammation. And the, the um, course of treatment now is therapeutic ultrasound with a physio or some um, osteos I know now are doing it. So it's not an infection. You don't need antibiotics. So if we treat the underlying cause, the therapeutic ultrasound is very effective in helping to release all those 
or those symptoms. But sometimes if, if mums have a break in their nipple, there is a chance that bacteria can sneak into the breast tissue. Maybe that mum has shakes and shivers and a high fever. Perhaps she does have a bacterial infection and that's when she might need antibiotics. But the first port of call is rush off to your local women's health physio, not off to your GP. And what about breast refusal? Like you're trying to feed your baby, but it does not want any bar of it. What, what do you do as a mum? It can be quite, you know, heartbreaking it. I think that breast refusal is the most stressful breastfeeding challenge for any mum yeah. to work through because she starts feeling that her baby hates her, yes, that her baby horrible. doesn't like feeding, she feels like she's doing everything wrong, everything she wants to do is bring her baby close and that baby is pushing back, arms and legs arching back, screaming at her, everything yes. is a screaming session. So it's a really, really hard thing to work through. But again, going back to what I said before, why is this baby refusing the breast? What is the the root cause of this and we need to treat that. One of the most common reasons is perhaps mum's been using bottles and breastfeed, breastfeeding or that baby was given a bottle in the nursery in the hospital and if mum's not got her milk supply in or she's naturally struggling with a low milk supply, as soon as the baby hops on the breast, there's no instant gratification of milk. The baby has to start to draw the milk, it has to stimulate the breast for that milk to start to flow. So the baby knows that there's an option of an easy no work required, instant gratification, fast flow bottle. They're not silly, they're, yes, they know uh, that that's the easier option. So that's one of the most common things that um, us LCs find that we're working through. Or it might be another issue, oversupply. As I said before, breastfeeding is suddenly really uncomfortable and stressful for that baby mm. and that's why they're, they're hungry, but they don't want to latch because they know what's going to happen, yeah. happen next. So again, getting, or if the baby has got a kinked neck or is uncomfortable in a particular position, they're going to squeal and squirm saying, mum, this isn't feeling good for me. So say to mums who are working through breastfeeding breast refusal issue is have a look at your baby what is it you think they're trying to tell you are they not getting the milk that they are that they're after are they getting the milk that they don't want are they perhaps uncomfortable and really unsettled as soon as you hold them in a particular position it's so always getting to the root cause is what's important in treating breast refusal What's your professional opinion on tongue ties and do you see them as you know an obstacle that um, women are having to overcome when feeding their babies. Yeah, absolutely. And tongue ties are a huge challenge. Um, and what's really important to be understood is that a, a tongue tie or a lip tie or even cheek ties, parents don't often realise you can have tied cheeks. Um, what's important is ties are a physical restriction that impacts the tongue's or the whole mouth's ability to move and effectively work in order for the baby to be able to breastfeed. So um, controversy often comes, some people think they don't exist, some people don't believe they should be treated and whatever people think that's not what we're here to talk about today. But what's important for parents to be aware of is if that tongue and that mouth is not functioning to its optimal level, that baby will not be able to breastfeed well. And not only is it for the breast, the, the baby's um, importance, if that baby's not latching well, shredding mum's nipples or not able to draw the milk or not able to stimulate the the milk that becomes a huge issue for both mum and baby so tongue ties are a physical restriction the baby won't grow out of it they do not stretch um, and I guess just to explain it a bit further is we have that little stringy bit that frenulum underneath our tongue and underneath our lip that holds our tongue to the bottom of our mouth or holds the lip to our, our gum line 
those stringy bits, those frenulums, are supposed to be there. But when we're looking at ties, they're often too tight or too short, or they might actually be in the wrong spot, which impedes the mouth to move in the most optimal way. So it's kind of broken. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't work properly. If the baby's mouth doesn't work properly, it can create a whole lot of issues and the mum starts to feel like she's doing something wrong. So it's really important that babies are adequately assessed for ties or any other reason as to why this breastfeeding situation is not going as planned. Yeah, I think that's just such a great point that, you know, the sooner you can reach out for help, you know, the better because it might avoid some of these other problems that, you know, we've discussed today. So thank you so much, Rowena, for sharing all your time and expertise with us today. We really appreciate it. A huge thanks to Mustella for sponsoring this episode. Deciding to breastfeed is such a personal decision. If you do decide to breastfeed, give your nipples a helping hand with Mustella's certified organic nursing balm. It is made up of 100% natural ingredients. It is fragrance free so it won't distract your baby while breastfeeding. It's lanolin free and there's no need to wipe it off before a feed. Mustella is our family's favourite. Stay tuned for more episodes with the Expert Guide to Parenthood. And never forget, parents, you've got got this. The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, a discussion with your doctor or healthcare professional. Parents, you've got this. Take no responsibility for any medical decisions made by individuals based on the information provided in this podcast. Join a Parents You've Got This masterclass today to be prepared, excited and educated for pregnancy, birth, baby and parenthood. Visit www.parentsyou'vegotthis.com.au and sign up for a masterclass today.